joining me, Pete Holterman, for the Credentials Only podcast, where you are introduced to people who work in sports. Today's guest is Matt McEwen, the editor-in-chief of SportsBettingDime.com. Since the United States Supreme Court ruling on Murphy versus the NCAA in May of 2018, legalized sports betting has been rolling out across the country. Gambling on games is certainly nothing new, but it's gradually becoming far more accessible to Americans. So sports betting right now is the hottest, trendiest things going right now. So many people have for so long been doing it, uh, been doing it behind closed doors. Everybody right now is, is seeking information on it. Everybody is, you know, attempting to get into it. You cannot place bets at sportsbettingdime.com. Rather, Matt and his team are working to give bettors all the tools to be successful. I kind of like to say we're, we're the kayak of, of sports betting, um, you know, showing you your options, educating you on uh, all the information. And we will offer you, you know, a computerized, you know, AI score prediction. We'll also offer you some, some kind of personal opinion as well. During this episode, Matt offers a brief betting 101 course explaining the basics for anyone who is new to wagering. He also shares some tips for those who have already dipped their toes into the betting waters. Right. And, and this is what I think one of the, the most important parts of successful sports betting is. It's not just, you know, being loyal to one sports book. It's smart to split your entire bankroll into a few different accounts because you're then going to find your best odds on each game. Matt also describes how the insights he shares are not simply from being a student of the game. Really, I love numbers and, and I love finding unique ways to crunch numbers and, and come up with new things. In addition, Matt will share in this episode his Super Bowl picks, both the teams he expects to see there and the best value bets out there. He'll also peek into the future at the upcoming NBA, NHL, and even the MLB season, picking a winner for each of those. Before we get started, please take a moment to give us a rating and review wherever you are listening. As always, don't forget, you can visit credentialsonly.com for the show notes for this episode to get more information on what we discuss. Without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Matt McEwen, the editor-in-chief of SportsBettingDime.com. Matt, thank you so much for joining me. You know, coming into 2020, I was really thinking that gambling was going to be the number one story in sports. Obviously, the pandemic has totally flipped the script on everything this year. However, gambling is still a story that probably needs watching especially here in the United States. Broadly speaking, what is the state of sports betting in the U.S. right now? Yeah, thanks for having me, Pete. It's a pleasure to be on. Um, the, the state of sports betting right now, um, <laughs> if I had to you know, describe it in, in one brief sentence, it's something that every state uh, desperately wants right now. Uh, they, they desperately want to legalize. You know, we, we have right now about uh, 20 states, uh, I believe, that, that are legalized. Most of them are moving towards legalization. They've either tabled some bill. Um, there's basically only three states right now that, that don't. That's Idaho, Utah, and Wisconsin. So sports betting right now is, I mean, one of the, the hottest, trendiest things going right now. Um, you know, so many people have for so long been doing it uh been doing it behind closed doors you know we, we won't uh disclose necessarily where <laughs> but um it's you know everybody right now is is seeking information on it everybody is you know attempting to get into it whether it's for 
you know, the purposes of, Hey, I can make some money here. Or if it's say, you know what, I, I want to spruce up the game tonight. Um, it's, it's yeah. Rapidly rising. Um, you know, I, it's far from what it uh, is going to be in, in, you know, a couple of years, handful of years, but very, very rapidly growing. Sportsbettingdime.com is your website. And I want to talk about what you guys do on that website, but first I kind of want to just set the, seen here for people who haven't necessarily been dabbling in it and are trying to learn very quickly. And actually I'll give you guys credit because on sportsbettingdime.com there are some very great tutorials, including betting one oh one. And that's what I'd love to hit on with you here. First simple question. What are odds and why are they different in different places? That's a great question. And, uh, you know, this is something that confuses so many people. Um, I I think this is probably the toughest entry. You know, a lot of people actually have an easier time getting into some of the strategy before knowing anything than trying to understand odds. So, like you said, at sportsbettingdime.com, we, we, we do a very good job of, uh, you know, explaining from, from the very beginning, uh, the most basic things in sports betting all the way up to, you know, the top. But what are odds? Odds are, you know, at their simplest form, odds are what you're going to make off of a bet. So there's, now there's three, three types of, of traditional odds, we'll call them. One, there's the money line. And these are the, you know, generally three-digit uh, figures. You see a plus sign or a minus sign in front of them. Now they will get up to four digits, five digits, depending on you know how heavily favored or how, you know, uh, how big of an underdog a, a certain team may be. But what you're looking at there is this is how much you either have to bet or how much you will make off a of bet. So if you see plus odds, right? Little plus sign in front of whatever number, let's just say it's plus 250. If you see plus 250, what that means is if you bet $100, on whatever that event may be, let's, let's say the, the uh, Denver Broncos to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. It might be more like plus 700 or so. For that <laughs> one. But we'll stick with 250. So you, if you bet $100, you win $250. Now, you don't have to bet $100, of course, right? If you want to bet $50, okay, great. You win $125, right? Um, the, the minus, if you see that, that negative sign in front of these numbers, that means this is the amount of money you have to bet in order to win a hundred dollars. So, you know, again, let's stick with that, that chiefs Broncos. Let's say the chiefs are um, let's, let's call them minus 500 to, to beat the Broncos just to win the game. And the, these are the money line odds again. So minus 500, what that means you have to bet $500 in order to just win 100. So you, you're, you know, this is where, um, you know, a lot of people, tend to stick, you know, this is why they, they, they go hunting. They call it hunting for value. And we can get into that later, but not a lot of people necessarily know exactly what that means. But a lot of people think just, Hey, betting the, the plus odds, that means I'm finding value. Not always. Now I do appreciate that. There's probably not a ton of value in betting a minus 500 favorite. That's <laughs> a lot of risk, not, not a lot of reward. So those are, those are, uh, you know, your traditional American odds, um, you know, that you see on the money line. Then, your other two types that people see, you've got the spread and you've got a, a game total, right? Or, or some people call it the, the over-under. The spread is basically the sports book's way of just evening the playing field. So, um, you know, again, Kansas City, Denver, Kansas City is laying 14 points, we call it. So, you know, when, when the game is over, they have to have won by more than 14. And you'll often see, uh, we, they call it a hook. 
So anytime you see 0.5, you know, 14.5, 13.5, that is just the hook. And that is the sports books way of eliminating the possibility of a, a, a push is what uh, we call it in, in the sports betting world, or, you know, uh, more, more commonly known a tie. Don't want ties. Now I don't want to say they, they don't want ties, but it's uh, th- this is their way of eliminating them. Um, so yeah, you, you know, whether you're taking the team laying the 14 points, 14 and a half points, or, you know, you could take the other side and you're getting 14, 14 and a half points, whatever the spread may be. So end of the game, you just either, you know, add that, that number onto their score or, you know, subtract it, whichever side you're on. Um, and then, you know, you always, you know, you hear this referred to as, you know, covering the spread um, against the spread ATS is, is commonly used. And the, the final one, as I mentioned, the, the over under the game total, you're not actually betting a side here. You're, you're betting on how many total points will be scored in the game. So, you know, um, and a general NFL game this year has seen somewhere between like 49 and, and 51 points set on the game. So, um, so if it's a 31 to 24 Broncos pull off the upset, they come in at 55 points. That would be over that kind of average that, that you have exactly. seen. Okay. Exactly. So that, that's all you're doing. You're, you're not betting on one team or the other. You're betting on, you know, how many total points will be scored in this game. And, um, you know, I think the part that confuses people the most is the spread and the total, right? You know, the, the, the line that you see, they also have odds attached to it. Right. So let's, let's, you know, Kansas city laying 14 and a half points. Well, you still, it's not an even bet, right? You're, you're not putting up 50 and winning 50. The, the sports book needs to attach, you know, those same money line odds to that spread as well, to both sides of it. And generally what you see there is, you know, minus 110, you'll see it sometimes move to minus 105, minus 115. And what this is, is, you know, you'll see it on both sides. And, and that just basically accounts for what, what, you know, is called the juice, the VIG. Uh, this is the, the sports books cut in, um, you know, for basically hosting all, all of these bets. Right. So I think that's what confuses people the most is yeah. Seeing those, those money line odds also attached to spreads totals. Um, I, I think that's, you know, they, they don't understand why they're there, but again, what it's there for is to tell you how much money you're going to make off that bet. And these are pretty much straight up and down. Obviously the over under is the combined, like we said, but otherwise you're kind of, you're picking a winner or a loser and that's what you're going for. There are then other ways to get into this. A few of them, and I'm probably not even going to scratch the surface because I feel like there are a lot of them. What's a parlay? <laughs> so uh, a parlay uh, for, for everyone out there, I know the, the uh, new betters and the action seekers out there may not like hearing this, but a parlay is something you don't want to do. <laughs> uh, to, to be to be very uh, honest with you, um, a, a parlay is when you tie together multiple events. So let's say I want, um, you know, I, I want the Broncos plus fourteen and a half. I think they'll they'll lose by less than or by fourteen or less. Um, and maybe I want to parlay that with the the over in that game because, like you said, Pete, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I think Drew Locke's going to come out and match Patrick Mahomes. I'm trying to say this with a straight face here. Um, <laughs> and we got a 31, 24. So I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that same score. So I want to, I want to parlay that with the over in that game as well. 
right? Now you can do some same game parlays. You can, you can parlay with different games. You can parlay with different events. Um, so, you know, a lot of people love doing this because what this very quickly does is, you know, it, it really runs up your odds. All of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm not taking minus 110 odds on the Broncos plus 14 and a half anymore. Um, I'm not taking the minus 110 odds on the over 51 anymore, right? Now, if, if I tie those two together, I'm getting somewhere, you know, plus 120, plus 125 maybe, right? So all of a sudden your, your winnings, uh, your, your potential winnings start, start going through the roof. And it's very important to see those as potential winnings because they'll, they'll probably just remain that, um, you know, the, the more you parlay. So, you know, you, you can run up five, seven, you know, most, most sports books have um, a limit on, on how many events you can stuff in one parlay, but that's what it is. You're just tying together multiple events. Now, in order to win a parlay, you have to get all of them. You, you, there, there's no seven out of 10, um, you know, second prize kind of thing here. It's you get one of those wrong, you're, you're done. Okay. What's an each way bet? So an each way bet, this is a, it is a little more, um, I, I prefer this as a little more sharp and I don't mean in the way that all the sharps are doing this. I mean, this is a little above the, the beginner level here. Um, you know, and, and, and each way and if bet, Basically, it, it is a, a form of a parlay where you're, you're loading up a few events. Let's say you have three events. Now, whichever one you put first, you're, you're assigning a risk to each event, though. It's, it's not the same parlay where you're grouping them all together and putting one risk. So, you know, let's say that that 17 parlay that I want, um, I put $5 down on and that's it, right? My, my total risk is $5. The if bet, each way bet where, you know, that, that basically ties together again, let's say three events, but your first one in order, in order for the second one to kick in, that first one needs to win. So, you know, let's say I risk $5 on, but like I said, you have, you have a, a different risk for each of those three bets. Let's say I have $5 on each, each game. Now, if I lose my, my first bet, the second one does not kick in. I get my, my, $10 back from, you know, five from the each, each of the next two. If I win that, that first bet, then the second one kicks in. Now this one's a little complicated in, in the way that you, you know, time doesn't matter here. Um, let's like, I, I don't, I don't need to load them up in, in chronological order. I can say, Hey, um, you know, again, I, I want Denver. Uh, it's a Sunday night game. Um, I, I want Denver in, in my first um, set there. Second one maybe is an earlier game from the day, right? So you, you may have won your second bet in, in this each way, in this if bet, but it's not going to kick in until that first one um, wins. So that is your, yeah, your each way, your if bet, a, a little um, a, a little complicated to, to yeah, wrap your head around. But <laughs> if you can get that one, to be honest with you, you you're, you're pretty good with, with sports betting at that point. All right. What's a prop bet? A prop bet. Everybody knows prop bets from the Super Bowl. Uh, that's that's the most popular place you see them. Super Bowl, you've got lists of thousands of, uh, of of prop bets coming out. Anything from how many yards will this player throw for, all the way to uh, you know what'll be the first song uh, by by the weekend in in his, his <laughs> halftime set. Uh, so a prop bet, and, it's, it's proposition. and they get even more ridiculous. I mean, like the oh yeah, how many minutes and seconds will the national anthem? 
duration be? I mean, absolutely anything uh, you want to bet on. It seems like who will be the first uh, coach shown on on the the broadcast uh, during the anthem? You know, uh, there there's basically yeah, like you said, any anything you want. It, it's a just general proposition. It's you know, will um, there's there's a few few different types of props now, right? There's um, you know, you, you have your player props, your team props. Um, and, and kind of deep down at, at the, the root of the prop can, can be slightly different too. You have your yes, no props, right? Will player X uh, score a goal? Will player Y uh, throw an interception? Yes, no, right? Um, you, you, have your, you, have, you have a lot of player versus player props that, that are available. You know, who, who will have more rushing yards, A or B? Um, you have your, your kind of special props, like, like I mentioned there. You know, what will be the weekend's opening uh, song in, in, at the halftime? What will be the color Gatorade that gets dumped on the, the winning coach? Um, you have your over-under props, right? So how many yards will drew lock throw for in, in the game right and they'll set a line it'll be let's say 254.5 and you just you know you're guessing the over or the under on that so same thing with the the team totals right where that's all you're concerned about doesn't matter win or loss um most most of these props uh don't don't have anything to do with the final outcome of the game it's it's mostly they're they're mostly statistically based um but as you said they they do get very very ridiculous um you know you you can you can find a prop bet on just about anything you want and you mentioned the player specific stuff which i think is a perfect jumping off point for the next one daily fantasy yes what is that all about so daily fantasy, um, you know, there, there is, uh, there, there's, it's funny how it fits into the sports betting world because you, you have, you know, there, there's the obvious ties in, into the sports betting world, but there, there's a large portion of uh, sports bettors that really don't like, and they, they don't want to acknowledge DFS for, for what it is. Daily fantasy is again, all, as you said, it's all player-based. Um, you're, you're basically betting on um, player performance. It's, you know, you, you get a certain number of, of points for every statistic, you know, so you'll get one point for every 10 rushing yards that, that are, are accumulated in that game. Um, you know, if, if they, if your player throws a touchdown four points, right. So there's, there's different uh, number of points assigned to every uh, statistic and you load up a lineup of, of a team, right? So you've got a quarterback, uh, a couple of running backs, maybe two, three receivers. Um, you'll, you'll always hear the word flex thrown around and it just, you know, that's, that's your, your spot where you can throw a wide receiver or a running back, you know, you get a tight end. So you, you pick the players you want in those spots and, you know, in, in, in daily fantasy, every player is assigned a dollar value and you have a salary that you have to stay under, right? Prevents you from just taking the best player at every position and everybody having the, the same lineup, right? So you've, you've got a budget in certain places. Uh, you've got to, you know, go value hunting, which player is, is not worth a ton of money, but, you know, I really think they're going to outperform their, their expected value, right? Um, so you load up your lineup, you compete against, um, you know, whether you're entering into these, these really big, um, pools of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people where, you know, your winnings are going to be huge, but you're it's the same as taking on a lottery ticket, right? There's a lot of people though, the, the, the smarter DFS players are generally entering into smaller groups. They're finding, you know, a hundred people or so, uh, maybe a couple hundred, um, enter their lineup into, you know, a, a few of those. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Obviously, your probability of winning uh, goes through the roof. When when you enter some of those really big ones, 
somebody's going to have the perfect lineup. Uh, it, it's, it's going to happen and you're going to scratch your head and wonder why he took that third string player on this team. And, you know, why did they blow up? How did he know this? It, it'll, it'll be infuriating. Um, now why I say, you know, the, there's, there's some, a little bit of, I don't even want to say bad blood, but there's just a lot of people that, that say DFS is, is no good. You stay away from it. They claim, you know, that there's, there's a lot of uh, people that feel you can make much, much more money just coming over to prop betting, right? If, if you're that, if you feel you're that sharp, that, that intelligent uh, with player performance and, and, you know, you can really pick out the players that are going to, you know, outperform, underperform their expectations. Why, you know, basically what you're doing in that DFS is a big parlay, right? Like that you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're betting on all of those players and each one of them has to come through for you. Right. If one of them does nothing, uh, that, that could be the end of, of your week. So why not? Uh, you know, the, the argument here is why not just come and bet on each one of those players individually to go, you know, over or under a rushing total, a passing total, uh, to score a touchdown kind of thing. Right. Um, and instead of tying yourself all together, really, um, you know, minimizing your probability of winning. So the two are very, very closely tied. They're, they're virtually the, the same thing. Like I said, DFS is, is basically just a, a big player prop parlay. And then this is a type of betting that I really didn't know much about until I started looking around sportsbettingdime.com. Futures. What is the futures? We, we, uh, we are kings of the futures over here. We, uh, <laughs> not to toot our, our horn too much here, but um, no, we, we do really well in, in the futures markets. What are futures? Um, it, it's basically who is going to win a championship, uh, who is going to win a, uh, a conference, a division. Um, you know, it, it, it goes as, as deep as win totals, right? <clears throat> so uh, all, all this is, is, you know, the, the event has yet to come. So, you know, right now we're talking, you know, just ahead of uh, week 13 in the NFL right now, you can go bet on, on who's going to win the Super Bowl, even though we, we don't know who's in the game. Uh, you can bet on, on who's going to make it to the Super Bowl. You, you, you know, there's, there's a couple divisions in the NFL right now, the NFC East, uh, <laughs> namely who, uh, you know, there's, there's certainly no, uh, winner, uh, no, no real favorite. I would, I would say, um, but right now you can, you can bet on who is going to win that division. So the, you know, these are, these are futures. It's, uh, uh, the, uh, I mean, as simply put, it, it's an event in the future that, uh, you, you want to wager on and, and, you know, because it's, it's so far in the future, um, generally, you, you know, your, your odds are pretty good. Um, you know, Pete, I actually, I, I put a bet on the, the Packers earlier this year, uh, to, to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, I got them at uh, five to one. Um, so, you know, when I say five to one plus 500, uh, bet, bet a hundred, win $500. Um, so, you know, earlier in the year, uh, it's tough, tough to find that right now. Um, as yeah. you get closer and closer as teams, you know, start kind of separating from the pack, obviously those odds, you know, continue to shorten. So at sportsbettingdime.com, we, we have uh, what we call futures trackers. So, um, you know, a few years ago I had said, Hey, I, I, I don't like that everywhere I, I go, all I find is the current futures odds, right? What are they right now? What I, and I thought to myself, I, I think it'd be very cool to see the ride, 
like, you know, from, from beginning of the season to the end of the season, I want to see how those teams went, went, you know, up and down in the year and how certain events affected the odds, right? Take, take, for example, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they were like 40 to one to win the Super Bowl. Signed Tom Brady, boom, all of a sudden they're, they're down to, they were, like, I think, down to like 12, 14 to one or so. Um, so, you know, again, tying all those, those very specific events that happen throughout an NFL season, you know, whatever sport uh, you may be into, tying those, those events to how the odds, how it changed the odds. Um, it's, uh, and, and, you know, just, just for the general sports fans too, everybody likes to know, hey, what are my team's chances uh, this year, right? And that's, that's what the futures can, can tell you. So I think that covers off on most of the types of bets, at least the, the primary ones people are going to make. Here's another term, and I think this is going to be a fun one to define if someone's not familiar with it. What is a bad beat? <laughs> um, I, I know all too well uh, what a bad beat is from, from this Sunday, actually. Um, so I'll, I'll describe to you what, what a bad beat is here based off of my Sunday experience. I bet the New York Giants uh, minus four and a half uh, against the two to, you know, beat the Cincinnati Bengals by four and a half points. Now, you know, like I said, they, they win by five or more. I win. They can't win by four and a half. So again, that's where the hook comes in. No ties, right? I had the Giants minus four and a half and they're dominating most of the game. They finally, uh, you know, put some points on the board. They, they break away a little bit. They're sitting on a nice uh, nine-point lead. I believe the score was, uh, yeah, 19 to 10 uh, late in the game. So I'm covering my spread. Now the Cincinnati Bengals are being led by Brandon Allen. The, the backup to, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, who just went down. So I was feeling really good. I don't think pretty good Giants defense is going to, you know, especially this late in the game, you know, we're entering kind of that garbage time. I don't think they're going to give up any points to, to Brandon Allen, but what does Brandon Allen do? He drives the field. They score a touchdown with, uh, you know, maybe I, I think it was, I, I've tried to, to erase this from my memory. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a, a minute or two left in the game. They score a touchdown, make it 1917. And there, I, I no longer, um, you know, win my spread. It's, it's a very late in the game switch um, in, in, you know, who's, who's covering, um, you know, we, you can look at the, the Pittsburgh Baltimore game. I was on the right side of this one, fortunately, um, you know, Pittsburgh is up, uh, what was it? 19 to seven, they were up. Um, so there Pittsburgh's covering the spread very late in the game, garbage time, trace McSorley's in, and what does he do? He throws a, a touchdown. Um, again, meaningless, uh, mostly meaningless to the game. I know Baltimore had a bit of a chance. They could have recovered an onside kick, but that was a bad beat. Trace McSorley should not have thrown that touchdown. Uh, <laughs> Trace McSorley should have come in, and the, the, the Steelers' defense should have shut him down, three and out, punt the ball, or, or turn it over on downs. Um, a bad beat is, is a, a very late game switch um, in, in, you know, who's covering. And, and a lot of the time it's meaningless. Uh, a great one is uh, from, from Monday night, the, the Seahawks Eagles, um, the, the Eagles score that, that hail Mary, which didn't, it, it didn't matter. Right. They, they would have had to recover an onside kick again. It was, it was very um, again, I, I don't want to say meaningless because it could have happened. They could have still won. Well, there was only but, like 10 seconds left in that game. That's I mean. it. That's it. Right. They, they shouldn't have that. That Hail Mary should not have been caught. <laughs> um, and, and then after that, 
I don't, it, it's a little hard to justify why they went for two. They did. They go for two points. They, they get the two point conversion. And now all of a sudden everyone's sitting on Seattle uh, minus six and a half is, is no more. Uh, so that, that is the definition of, of a bad beat. Someone who was on Seattle minus six and a half feeling great. Uh, feeling just awesome all game, counting their winnings already. And late game, uh, that, that changes, uh, you know, breaks your heart. And, and I think the bad beats actually are probably why there's incentive for the sports leagues to embrace and the broadcasters in particular to embrace gambling because there was no reason to keep watching most of these games you just mentioned into the fourth quarter. The outcome of the game was decided, but that – wager whether it's with the spread or even the over under is still very much in play until the final horn absolutely and that's you know there there's some stickiness that people are going to stick around to see how that bet plays out even though the game is well and truly decided absolutely another perfect example was uh, earlier in the year the the green bay san francisco uh, thursday night game where, where the the 49ers are without you know half their roster or so uh <laughs> ruled out for covid Green Bay, I mean, they had no chance in that game. But then all of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, they scored two quick touchdowns. And everyone who was, uh, again, uh, you know, counting their, their winnings on the under coming in, uh, they're sweating. And the 49ers score with, what, a couple seconds left, a meaningless touchdown that, that, that ruins the, the under and then cashes the over, you know. So, absolutely, there's, there's uh, so much, um, you know, entertainment value in, in these, uh, right? You know, the, the money line bets, you know, sometimes are, are over early, just who's going to win the game. Uh, that, that can be decided early. But like you said, these, these spreads, these totals, they, they come right down to the wire a lot of the time. Thank you for the tutorial here. Now let's pivot. You are editor-in-chief of sportsbettingdime.com. What is it that you're doing? Am I going to your website to place a bet? No. So sportsbettingdime.com, we, we do not take wagers. We are not a sports book. Um, we are we are sports betting portal. We are, um, you know, the the kayak of, uh, of sports betting. We... We aim to, again, like, like we mentioned, you know, we'll, we'll teach you everything from um, what are odds to, you know, all, all the way up to, yeah, what, what's the uh, Kelly criterion, right? There's, we, we've got all your tutorials there, um, but we, we want to help you make informed wagers after that, right? So whether that is, um, you know, providing you with all the, the player stats, team stats, uh, that, that are, are, you know, most pertinent to any, any game, um, you know, whether it be one of the big six leagues, uh, whether it be boxing, golf, tennis, we, we cover, uh, just about, uh, every, every major North American sport, um, you know, so we're, we're not only giving you all those stats, uh, we're, we're showing you a lot of the betting stats too. We're showing you, Hey, what are the odds open at? What are the odds now? Right. Because that's, there's a lot of people that like to, to bet based off of line movement, right? These lines move throughout the week based off of where the money's coming in. Right. So um, we're, we're showing you line movement. We're, we're, we, we've come up with a lot of uh, very cool products, uh, tools. Um, you know, I've, I've put together a, a, a formula to, to predict scores in, in games. So it's, it's been nailing NFL bets. I, I strongly recommend, uh, you know, uh, if, if you're, you're looking for, for some, some upset picks, um, we, we went three and one last Sunday. Uh, we went 
two and three, the, the, sorry, not two, I think one and two, the, no, no, it was, it was two and three, the previous Sunday still made some money because Hey, when, when you're betting the dogs, you're, you're getting uh, money back. But so we're, we're basically giving you uh, everything. We're, we're also uh, offering you line shopping, right? And, and this is what I think one of the, the most important parts of successful sports betting is. Um, it's, it's not just, you know, being loyal to one sports book. If, if you sit at one sports book, you know, so be it. I, I, I don't want to you know, harp on you at all that that's your choice, but when you open yourself up and, and you, you know, uh, have multiple accounts now, again, you know, be, be responsible with your money. I'm not saying load up thousands of dollars in each account, but it, it's smart to split your entire bankroll into a few different accounts because you're then going to find your best odds on each game. Right as we were using, you know, the, the Denver example, maybe, um, maybe one sports book has minus our uh, Kansas city minus 14, right? So maybe another sports book though, has Kansas city minus 14 and a half. Now, if you're betting Denver, you absolutely want that extra half point. It, it may not seem uh, huge, but you, you want the, those, those extra points wherever they come, you know, same with the, the money line odds, right? Maybe one book is offering, um, let, let's say minus 120 on a certain team, maybe another book's offering you minus 110. So it's, it's maximizing your, your profit when you do win. Right. So we, we do that for you. We, we show you the lines at all the legal books, um, allow you to then, okay, here, here's my best line. Let me go, go bet it. So all those, all those betting stats, will show you team trends. Um, you know, your, your ROI, which, you know, we're getting a little, uh, you know, past the beginner, I'm sure at this point. Um, but, but we have everything that, that the beginner wants and, and then some more for, um, you know, the, the slightly more sharp players as well. Um, so again, that's why I, I kind of like to say we're, we're the kayak of, of sports betting, um, you know, showing you your options, educating you on uh, all the information. And we will offer you, you know, um, either a, a, a computerized, you know, AI, uh, score prediction. We'll also offer you some, some kind of personal opinion as well. Uh, whoever, you know, maybe writing that piece will, will offer, Hey, here's who I'm taking. Right. It, it, but you're more in the business of here is how to make an informed decision less. So, you know, Jimmy, the Greek style, here's who you should pick. Here's my tip. You know, you're, you're definitely more in helping people make their own decisions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not here to scream at you on TV and tell you this is a, <laughs> a, a lock, a, a shoe in. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we, we don't do that. Uh, like I said, we, we offer you some, some great picks. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the score predictor has been nailing it lately. Um, uh, to be honest, I think all season, it, it generally struggles week, week one, two or so while it's kind of learning the, the new teams, but, um, we, you know, we, we will offer you those picks, but that's, you know, we're, we're here to educate you. We're here to, to give you all the information you need to then make an informed wager. If, if that, you know, if that advice leans you towards the same way that I'm going, so be it. Okay. So are you just an expert on all these sports? I mean, do you just know football that well? Or are you looking at data? Are, are you a, a football expert or are you a data expert? That's really the question. Uh, can I answer somewhere in the middle? Um, yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's the, the problem here is, is um, there, there are certain data people that just go by the numbers. Now, especially in football, where coaching and scheming is so underrated. Um, it, it is such a huge part of, of football, right? You know, you look at, 
you look at the the way the Patriots have been able to hang in this season and and kind of hover around 500, and you know they they're without most of their players. Why is that? Well, Belichick's a great coach. Um, you know, you, you look at take for example the the uh, 49ers just just having their way with the Rams. You know, they they lose to a lot of these other teams, but they they just beat up on Sean McVay. Well, Kyle Shanahan just has Sean McVay's number. Now, sure, you can you can boil uh, some you know you can grab some stats for this too, but there, there is a, you know, there's a point where sometimes stats do lie a little bit, right? There, there needs to be some extra context. And this is where, you know, I, I do feel it's very important to know the game, to watch the games, um, you know, to get a feel for like, hey, what, why, why did the Titans blow out the Colts on, on uh, Sunday, right? Um, so, you know, I, I think being, being successful is, is having both. I, I like to consider myself both. I appreciate the word expert. I know I don't know that I'd, I'd use that one. Um, I'll, I'll let you use it. I'm not going to say no, but um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to toot my my own horn too much. I'll, I'll do that for the website, but maybe not me. So I, I, I lie somewhere in the middle. I really I love numbers and and I love um, you know finding unique ways to uh, you know crunch numbers and, and come up with new things. Um, you know this this summer I. I did a really big numbers project just on um, NFL win totals. So um, what, what are win totals? It's, it's how many games will a team win in the season, right? And, and you're just batting the over the under. Um, Sportsbooks released lines for every single week of the 2020 season. Um, and, and what I did with those is, and again, for every single game. So I had lines for week 15 before the season had started. I, I took those and basically converted them all into uh, winning percentages, right? It, spreads can generally be converted into this is, you know, their, per, their probability of winning that game. Um, obviously, the higher the number goes, the, you know, the more the, the number, uh, the probability changes, right? Uh, or it gets further away from 50%, I should say. So I, I, I crunched all these numbers, basically found out every team's, um, you know, probability of winning each game in the season, um, put all that together, ran all the different combinations of win-loss probabilities in a season to get uh, how, you know, each team's most likely path uh, in, in the season, win-loss each game. Um, and from there, you know, uh, a lot of teams are coming out, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, are they going to win nine games? Are they going to win 10 games, eight games? What's, what's the, the most probable outcome for them that season? And through there, we, we found some, some places where the sports books were exposing themselves, right? Because uh, their, their win total, maybe let's uh, a great example is, is the Broncos. Um, their, their win total was set at seven and a half for this season. Well, after crunching these numbers, after looking at the spreads, every, all, you know, throughout the season, calculating um, and, and, you know, putting together, multiplying together those probabilities of, of um, each, each game and, and every different possibility of win loss. I found that Denver's, uh, you know, very, very likely to only win six or seven games this season. So, you know, again, finding, you know, exposing the the book, um, we've bet the under on, on the Broncos win total and it's, it's looking pretty good for us right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, we came up with about 13 bets. Uh, I think about nine to 10 of them are looking very good right now. While we also have the, the Vikings uh, over coming back, making a little run at it late this season. But, you know, all, all that to say, I, I love numbers, um, but you need some context with it too. You, you need to be able to, to tie in the, um, you know that the specifics from certain games 
Okay, so let's get into the weeds a little bit of how you organize all this information. And let's start with just that number piece because you do have just the performance and you can look at yards per game and how good a defense is versus the particular offense they're playing. But you're going way beyond that, looking at the strength of schedule metric and against the spread and trend lines and all these things. How in the world is this just all one Excel document or how in the world are you keeping all this organized? That, that Excel document, I think, would have uh, would have imploded uh, a year ago if that <laughs> were the case. Uh, funny enough, so in, in doing that big numbers project, I mean, I, I, I've never experienced this where Excel basically told me there's too much data. Um, you oh, know, my God, really? I, I, well, I, so in, in a 16-game season, do you know how many win-loss combinations there are? Like yeah, different not, ways to, to <laughs> you know, whether, whether you, basically what I'm saying is, you know, win the first game, lose, win, lose, you know, however many combinations there, there's like 58,000, uh, different possibilities. You know, there, there's only one way a team goes 16 and 0, right. You win all those games, but there are so many different ways for a team to go eight and eight. So, you know, in, in running all these, I, I did, I had to use uh, multiple, uh, spreadsheets because <laughs> each, each one was telling me, Hey, there's too much in here. Um, so, uh, you know, certain, certain projects like that, um, I, I, you know, I, I take on myself, um, I, I do my, basically the, the peak of my dev strengths, which is Excel. <laughs> um, but no, we, we, we have a really great, uh, development team at, at sportsbettingdime.com. Um, very, very talented individuals. And, and these guys are, are storing a lot of this stuff for us, um, you know, recording it, uh, putting it in, in uh, formats that, that I and, and the rest of, uh, you know, non-tech people can, can understand. So, um, you know, very grateful for those, uh, those people there. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly not one Excel sheet where all this is being stored. <laughs> and that's the numbers piece. Then beyond that, there's all the variables, Injuries being the biggest this season, a complete nightmare for that in terms of COVID and everything. And, you know, there are nearly 1,700 players uh, on any given week playing in the NFL with the 32 teams. We all know when a, a team like your Broncos loses all their quarterbacks. Like, that's, that's making the headlines. We, we all know that, see that. But when a long snapper sprains their finger and might not be able to go out there, suddenly extra points and field goals aren't, aren't a given. And that could change the way the game is played. That changes the lines and everything. But how are you going to know that the long snapper in Buffalo spring their finger? How are you getting all those pieces of information to factor into this? Absolutely. So we, we, we offer the, the updated injury report, uh, injury report, sorry. Um, you know, for, for every team, um, you know, telling you what is their status? Are, are they probable, questionable, doubtful, um, on, on the IR, uh, we, we provide all that to you. We get those from, um, you know, the, the teams, um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're getting that straight from the source. And as you said, that, that stuff is extremely important. And, you know, I, I mentioned the, the Colts getting pounded by the Titans uh, in, in week 12 there. A lot of that was because they, they had a lot of, you know, it wasn't Phillip Rivers out. It wasn't uh, Michael Pittman. Um, you know, it wasn't Darius Leonard. It wasn't, you know, some of, some of their really uh, household names that were out. But there were a lot of very valuable players uh, not in the Colts lineup on the weekend. And, you know, Derrick Henry ran all over them. They were able to push them around in the trenches. They, they won in the trenches all day. Um, and, and that's, you know, 
for, for that reason. Um, so, you know, the, the injury reports are, are so, so valuable, especially in a sport like football, uh, where, I mean, everyone says it is the ultimate team game. You have 11 players on each side, each needing to do their own individual assignment in order to, you know, in order for the, for the full picture, the full play to, to have success. Um, so that, that is, especially this year has been, you know, maybe the most valuable, uh, piece of information we, we can offer you in terms of, uh, you know, betting football. And then you got weather reports on top of that, which is another complete intangible for we most had like, teams. Yeah, we, we basically had two weeks of just nonstop wind bowls there, it seemed. You yeah. Know, every, every, like every game was uh, either terrible rain or, uh, yeah, extremely uh, high winds. So absolutely, the, the weather's huge. And I mean, where, where the weather really comes into is the, the totals betting right it, when it, it's crazy to see the the lines move in um uh, some of these games where you know the moment that there are reports of high winds that total goes from like 49 down to 45 like very quick right um so yeah the, the weather especially you know any outdoor sport uh the weather is is massive as well and again we're providing all that uh for you in in our matchup pages so that's some great information we can find on sportsbetting.com. What is then the business model for you guys? If you're not taking the bets, you're providing the information. Is this subscription-based, tiered-based? How do you guys make it go? We're here for you. We're not here to make money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, we actually, we, we are coming out right now. We, we just launched a, um, a bit of a subscription-based model. Uh, we call it SBD+. Plus. Um, so, you know, what, what you get is all of that information, right? Um, it's, we're, we're, we're starting to peel back some of the, the sharper stuff, you know, some of the, the money percentages on games. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, you know, of, of the total money bet on that game, how much is, what percentage, uh, is on each side, right? So, we're, we're starting to peel back some of that stuff, put it behind um, this, this wall. Uh, now, you know, for, for a limited time, we are offering uh, uh, this subscription free. Um, we we want to get people, people in, um, signed up and everything. We, you know, another great one is uh, we call SPD Sharp. Um, you know, you can find all your, your team trends in there, um, specific situations. You can see how teams do as a home favorite, as, a, as an away favorite, all those things. Um, but again, you know, we're, we're putting some of that, uh, but behind the, the wall, we'll call it behind SBD, uh, plus. So, um, you know, that's, that, that's a, that's a big one for us. Um, you know, some, some other tools that we are, we're, we're based, what, what we're trying to do here is, is, uh, grab the user, keep the user. Um, you know, we, we were very much, uh, you know, send you out to a, to a sports book, go, go make your bet, uh, before, but, um, you know, we're, we, we want to keep people now and, and we're, we're coming out with these, these products, these tools, we have a, a free to play sports book. Um, and, and this is, you know, something I, I absolutely would, would recommend for any beginner. Um, you know, if, if you find yourself in a, in a state that, um, you know, has, has not yet legalized, or even you, if you have legalized and, and you're, you're wanting to get a little practice in before risking your, your hard earned dollars, um, SBD play, um, you know, we, we have an app as well. You can, you can find it. Um, it's free to play. So every, every single week, um, you get, you know, your, your bankroll gets refreshed to $500 and that's not you putting $500 in that's SBD, uh, putting $500, uh, in your account. Um, and each week, you know, you can bet on, uh, any of the big six. So, you know, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and college basketball, college football, um, obviously when they're in season. So you can bet on any of those games, uh, money line spread total, um, 
and at the end of the week, the person with the most profit wins five hundred dollars. Um, so, you know, we, we've, we've really seen the number of players, uh, go through the roof lately. Um, it, it's still a, a very new product. Um, people are finding it though. Um, and you know, uh, we, we just launched a really great, um, kind of a little, little wrinkle to it. You can now kind of set up your own groups. You can play with your friends. You can, um, you know, we're, we're not going to fund your, uh, your little group of five. Uh, we're, we're not offering any, any payouts on that, but you know, if you want to set this up, compete against your friends, uh, whether you want to throw some little, a little bit of side money on it as well, five bucks each, that's uh, your own prerogative. Um, but SPD play, I, I strongly recommend it. And you know, that's, uh, that, that's our, that's where we're going here. We're, we're, coming out with all these tools uh, to, to keep those betters here um, and, and, you know, keep them coming back. Do you guys ever get hate mail? Doesn't everybody get hate mail? I mean, if you're not getting hate mail, you're, you're not good at what you do. Right. Um, <laughs> or, or nobody, or I guess nobody's hearing you. Um, of course. So, um, you know, admittedly we've, we've been having, uh, uh, you know, some, some issues uh, this season when in, in SBD play with all of these, um, you know, COVID postponements, cancellations. Um, you know, some, sometimes we've been a little bit slow to, you know, when, <laughs> when, when 10 college basketball games get canceled all at the same time. Um, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're sifting through the, the hundred games that are on that day to find those 10. Um, so, so, you know, we, we, we've had our issues there and, and sometimes we've been a little slow and man, uh, people do not understand uh, people are, are not very forgiving at times. Um, so we, you know, we've had some hate mail there and, and Hey, any, any time as well that you're offering any sort of opinion on, on something, there's always someone who's going to, you know, try to trash you, tell you, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> and then of course there's always the people that, that will bookmark it and, and come back once the, the final result is there to really rub it in your face as if it wasn't enough to, to lose that bet. <laughs> so we talked about some of the prop bets and, and you've mentioned that you guys focus really on the big six North American sports, but there, there is a lot of action around other stuff from Miss universe pageants to oh, yeah. um, any award show to even the elections. Do you guys touch any of that? Or is that we that touch all of it? We're, we're in all, all of it. it. Um, oh, actually gosh. two, was it two years ago? My, uh, my entertainment, uh, writer nailed the, uh, Miss Universe, uh, I think it was Miss Universe winner, I think, um, at like 66 to one. And I, I'm even like, how did you know? How, like, how did you know who these like women are? Like, you know, I, like it, it, it's just such a, an, an odd thing to think of, um, you know, trying to handicap, uh, this, uh, like a pageant, uh, the, the same way you would a football game. Right. It, it's um, it, it's so funny, but yeah, he, he nailed it. And, and, you know, we, we have those, those uh, experts, those, those people that are doing the, the deep dives into these things, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I say it, um, you know, being funny because you just, I, I, I've never thought to ever bet on, on any sort of pageant uh, prior to, you know, really getting, really diving into this space. Um, you know, the, like you said, the election, we, we had a, a ton of, uh, of election coverage. Uh, we're still, uh, pumping out quite a bit of election coverage <laughs> with, you know, uh, things not really, I guess, being, you know, fully settled yet. Um, but, uh, golf, tennis, um, you know, UFC, we, we 
go, you know, whether it's just the, I don't want to call them second tier, but you know, the, the next level, um, you know, the, the non-team sports, um, we, we've got very, very good coverage on those, um, you know, very, very, very good writers, very good minds, people who are really uh, knowledgeable in, in those sports and, and betting as well. Um, but as you said, you know, we, we get entertainment where I think I just saw um, one of my entertainment uh, guys had um, the Grammys come out. Um, Grammy odds. So yeah, you can bet on any award show, um, you name it. We, we probably have coverage. Now, I, I will say we're a little slow on the cricket coverage right now. Um, we, we haven't uh, dipped our toes into that yet, but uh, I'm not ready to say uh, never. <laughs> How did you get into this? How did I get into this? So I probably uh, started taking an interest in sports betting much younger than I should have. Um, my, my dad and, and, uh, a lot of members of, of my family, uh, were very big sports fans, um, but also very well versed in, in, uh, sports betting. Uh, my, my grandparents actually, uh, still do, they, they run a, a bowling center. Um, and you know, it's very, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like cheers when you, when you look at a bowling center, right? It's it, everybody knows your name in there. It's, it's, a, a very close community in, in, in the bowling world. Right. So my, my mom, uh, you know, worked there. She, she made food and, um, I, I would, uh, find myself there a lot and, I, my, my mom tells me the, the story of, of me being a kid, basically keeping this notepad um, of just sports stats. I, I guess I, I used to, you know, wake up every morning, flip on the TV, whatever sports highlights I, I could get. And I would just copy down everything into this little notepad. <laughs> it's so funny to think back. I wonder what they thought of me uh, at, at that <laughs> point. Um, <laughs> but I, I was such a numbers nerd and you know, everybody around the, the bowling center, uh, also very well versed in betting. So I, I was, I was brought into it very quickly. Um, I, I very quickly knew what a point spread was. Um, I knew my, my multiples of seven, um, you know, better than adding two plus two just from watching <laughs> so much football. Um, so, you know, starting very early, just with, you know, getting that interest, um, building and, you know, I, I my, my dad and I would, would kind of talk about our, our picks for the week. <clears throat> so I've talked, yeah, we'd, we'd, you know, he'd ask me, Hey, who do you like? Um, and, and we, we'd throw together a couple bets. Um, and, and from there, you know, I, I've, I've always had a love for sports. Um, I, I played a bit of sports in, in my time. Um, and, and, you know, the, I think anyone who plays sports when, when they're young, you know, the ultimate goal is to play sports forever. Uh, most of us find out uh, that's, that's not possible. Um, you know, we're, we're just not good enough. I found that out pretty quickly. And, you know, I want to stay in sports. I want to stay in sports media. And I, I started doing some really low, um, you know, low-end broadcasting, just, just regional, local stuff, um, and, and kind of continue doing a bit of this sports betting writing just on my own. Uh, sportsbettingdime.com found me, hired me as just a, a writer at that point. Um, I'd, I'd come in, I'd write a, a handful of stories per day. Um, and, and yeah, you know, from there, that's when I, I, I really uh, obviously started diving into to betting. I, I knew my, my kind of basics at that point. I knew some, some strategy stuff, but 
uh, once, once getting in here, um, you know, writing some of these tutorials, writing some of these one ones um, there's, there's certain things, you know, you, you learn on the job too, right now. I've, I think I've gotten myself after, it's been four and a half years or so now. Um, I, I'm at a pretty good point now. I'm, I, I like to think I'm, I'm pretty knowledgeable on, on uh, you know, most of what, what you could ask me. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we made some major, major changes to the, to the site in 2018. Um, you know, I, I took over as, as editor in chief at that point and, uh, yeah, really changed up our news. Um, we, we really leaned into these, these futures trackers. Um, so, you know, that, that's kind of my, my entry into sports betting started very young with, with a love for sports and, uh, exposure to, to a lot of sports betting. <laughs> Obviously, there's plenty more detail on sportsbettingdime.com, but I want to get some quick hits from you before we yeah. wrap up. NFL. And I want to point out, we're recording this before week 13 starts. This will be released during week 13 because they're now playing football over like 11 days in one week. Wednesday soon, football so. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good God. And yet, I'm not necessarily hating that, you know? I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So – this is looking down the road a little bit. So I guess this would be one of those futures, but who would be in the Super Bowl? And let's, I want actually, I want to, I want to split this question. Who do you think will be in the Super Bowl? And then who's your value bet to be in the Super Bowl? So right now, I have a really hard time saying the Chiefs will not be there. Patrick Mahomes is so good. Um, it just you pains know, you as a Broncos fan. I can just hear this absolutely killing you to say it's going to be, it's going to be so bad for so long. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> why, why couldn't like, like, why couldn't the, the Texans or some, why couldn't the bears have taken him? you know? Um, <laughs> he's, he's so good. Um, and, and you know, as, as much as I am a, a diehard Broncos fan, uh, I, I have a, I really enjoy watching him too. He's, he's absolutely incredible. I played a bit of quarterback in, in my time and, uh, you know, to see the things he can do is, is, is just incredible. Um, so I, I have a really hard time saying the chiefs are not going to be there because anytime uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, has been in trouble, he's dug his way out. Um, and, and, you know, you look at the Super Bowl last year that they won, you know, um, he's, he's incredible. I have a, I have a hard time. And, and when you look at the rest of the AFC, I think there are only, um, a, a couple teams that, that can hang with them. Now, funny enough, one of them is the Raiders, uh, who just, you know, they're, they're losing to the Patriots, but, uh, for whatever reason, they, they, they can play the, the chiefs very tight. And obviously those, those divisional games can, can often be that way. Uh, hopefully Denver, uh, can, can start doing that too. But, um, Chiefs are who I think will be in the Super Bowl. Now, I actually have a bet. Uh, before I, I jump to the NFC there, I, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the only uh, team I think that is, is worth betting right now, though, in the AFC is the Steelers. Um, I, I, you know, again, through, through the, the futures trackers, the information I get from there, um, I, I really liked the odds uh, before the season started on the Steelers to make the Super Bowl. So not to win it, but just, just to make it there. And I got them at 12 to one. So plus 1200. Uh, if I bet a hundred, I win uh, $1,200. Right. So I, I'm sitting on that bet right now and I'm, I'm, you know, enjoying that. I, I think, uh, you know, fingers crossed here. I get a chiefs Steelers ASC championship and I can hedge 
that bet, right? Um, put put a little bit on Kansas City to, you know, either way I, I, I win. Um, I, I think the Steelers still present some value. Um, right now, um, you, you can find them after, after they won yesterday. You can find them at uh, – they were still going at like plus 350. I'm going to double-check the number for you right now. Which but, is kind um, of incredible because they're, they're undefeated. They, exactly, right? And, and, and the, thing, like the thing is that they're not only undefeated. I know a lot of people are pointing to the you know, their, 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 their schedule and, and the, the easy teams they beat and the games they've maybe struggled in. But they're, like, they're, they're beating, they are beating quality teams. Like they, the, the Ravens, I still believe, are a quality team. And I know we're Robert Griffin yesterday and Trace McSorley. Um, but this is a this is a very very good defense. I think this is the best defense in the league, um, and I think they're the only team truly capable of of consistently slowing. I, you know, I don't think they're going to stop him, but I think they can slow Patrick Mahomes and you know Ben Roethlisberger coming back. Uh, I, you, you saw the whole mess of Mason Rudolph, Devlin Hodges last year under center for <laughs> Pittsburgh, just to get a a you know, uh, not, not just a, a capable quarterback, but a very good quarterback back under center this year uh, is, is huge for them. So I, I like that. I took them 12 to one right now uh, to win the AFC championship. They, they have shortened to plus two fifty. So I, I think there's still some value to be had there. Um, obviously not the same value as I'm sitting on at 12 to one, but I, I, I like that the chiefs are plus plus one thirty. Um you look beyond those teams. I think if, if you want a bit of a long shot, I think the only other team worth it is the Titans. Um, you know, they, they played Kansas city a little tough last year. Um, they, they are the, the team that might have the ability to just keep Mahomes on the sideline for, for long periods, just slowly, you know, uh, pound away at you with Derek Henry and I, you know, Tannehill has been great, very efficient, I think those are the two teams that present value right now. And, and only because I think they're the only two teams in, in this conference that have a chance at, at taking down the chiefs. So I wouldn't bet the chiefs a plus one thirty. that that's, it, it's just too short. Too many things could happen uh, for, for, you know, those sh- such short odds. Mahomes could get hurt tomorrow. Right. Um, moving to the NFC. I, I, I'm not just saying this cause I know you're, you're a Packers fan, but I, I like the Packers. Um, right now, the Saints are, are the, the favorites to, to make it there, uh, plus 240 odds. Then you've got the, the Seahawks, plus 400, um, who I, I just – I mean, you know, back to the Saints for, for one second. I just – the way they've gone out in the playoffs the last handful of years, I, I just – I can't trust them. I can't put my faith in them. I don't trust that Breeze isn't going to, you know, have that, that rough game in the playoffs. Um uh, so I, I, Plus I, they got to get Breeze back. They do, they do, and, and I mean, hey, how many broken ribs did he have? Like, it's not like we're talking a a little sprain here or anything. That, that yeah, that, that's a pretty serious injury. Um, so, and and that's it. Like, when he does come back, is, is he going to be rusty? Right? Like that that many that much time off, um, you know. And if you have to roll into the playoffs with Taysom Hill, 
I, I don't know. I think teams can, can scheme up to, uh, you know, stop, stop the run, basically force him, him to pass. And it, it hasn't looked great lately. Uh, Seattle, I just, I can't trust their, their defense right now. And, and we're not seeing the same offense uh, in Seattle that we did the first handful of weeks. Um, uh, so I, I like the Packers. I think there's, there's a lot of value in green Bay at plus four fifty. Um, you, you can still get them as long as plus 500. I believe if you shop around, um, that that's, that's my bet. I think they've, you know, Rogers in the playoffs, um, has, has, you know, just typically been very good. Um, and that, you know, the, the Packers defense, the, where they get exposed is if they don't have a lead and a team just runs the ball on them. So it's, I, I trust Rogers to get them a lead and, and then the defense to just pin their ears back and, and go. And, you know, the, a huge part will be if, if they can get that, that number one seed and, and, you know, one get the buy because now there's only this year there's only one team getting a buy uh not not your traditional two with with seven teams in each conference making the playoffs um so not only get that first round buy but also you know for for the the playoffs to go through lambo is is huge all right rapid fire here who would you put your money on nfc mvp nfc mvp aaron Rodgers. afc mvp Patrick Mahomes. All right. Now, big time looking into the future. They're just now getting into the preseason with the NBA, but who's going to win the NBA title? It's really hard to say it's not the Lakers. I, I It's the chalky pick, but they, they got better than last year. NHL, not really sure what that season is going to look like yet, but who would you be looking at there? Uh, I, uh, I'm going to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs. That sounds like a Homer. <laughs> there's a little bit of Homer in there, but there's also a, there's also the fact that they are so talented on paper. Uh, they, they just need to put it together. I think they'll do it this year. Major league baseball, free agency, all the tenders just now happening. So we don't even know what some of these rosters are going to look like, but if you had to go out there right now to pick somebody to, to be world series champions in, in, you know, 11 months from now, who you got? I'm going to take the Braves. Uh, you can get them at uh, plus 900. I, I like that bet. I close every episode with the set pieces. It's a half dozen questions that I ask all of my guests. I start, what are some podcasts and or newsletters that you're using to stay informed? And I have to imagine you're looking for all the information you can get. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, sportsbettingdime.com provides a lot of that. If I'm looking, if I'm looking outside, um, I, I do really like, uh, follow the money, um, uh, VEASAN. Um, they, they're, they're very good. They're, they're a little sharp. Um, but, but they, they really touch on, on every game. Uh, like they're, they're start to finish. They, they cover the entire day of betting. Uh, I, I like bang the book as well. They're, they're, they tend to be pretty good. And they're, they're, um, you know, I'd recommend them to people who aren't, uh, as sharp as well. They, they do a pretty good job explaining things. Now I will say, I don't think there's a, uh, I think there's a big opportunity and we're actually diving into this, uh, very shortly to come out with, uh, we're putting out a podcast that is going to be, you know, focused on being a little more informative rather than, uh, really diving deep into each game. Um, we're, we're going to focus on, on teaching you, um, you know, the, the different types of bets, uh, the, the odds again, like, like we've kind of discussed in, in this show, um, 
so yeah, sportsmanydime.com, we're going to come out with that podcast. So if you are interested in something like that, uh, we will have it. If, if you're looking for a little more uh, sharp stuff, yeah, follow the money and, and bang the book are the two that I, I really like. And when can we look for that podcast? Uh, I'm thinking in the next, uh, in the next month, max six weeks. So we, we okay. should be here. Um, yeah. At NFL playoffs in time for the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, social media, most valuable follows posts. You don't want to be missing. I really like Kelly in Vegas. I think she's fantastic for, um, you know, she, she provides a lot of, a lot of entertainment. Like she does some great videos offers, uh, you know, her and, and, uh, cabbie down there are doing some, some great things. I'm a big fan. Um, uh, but she's, she's very, very knowledgeable. Um, and, and I think she's one of the, the leaders in, in this industry. Um, I, I, yeah, she, she's a, a, a religious follow for, for me. Um, I, I, I don't miss much of, of her stuff. Uh, ben Fox, um, you know, Joe Ostrowski, Todd Furman, those guys are, are big ones as well. Uh, I also really like um, uh, Rob Pizzola. Um, he, he's a, He's not as big as, as the other ones, but, uh, and, and if Rob's listening to this, I apologize for, uh, for saying that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they all offer, uh, you know, great information. Um, and, and, you know, it's, they, they've got great personalities too. So it's, you can have some fun there while, uh, while, while getting some information on sports betting. What are a couple of books you recommend people read? Now, are we talking sports betting books or, um, you can go wherever book. you want with this. So I, I you know, recently I, I've been very into the, um, uh, you know, the the election and the U.S. politics. Uh, I've been reading a lot of the the books coming out, um, and and you know, I I, I just heard uh, Mary Trump's book, the uh, the reckoning, uh, coming out now. Whether you know. Whichever side you're on, because I, I like to read from from both sides. I, I think it's very important to to get uh, the perspective of, of each side, uh, make your own decision. Um, but yeah, and, I, I, I'm looking forward to that one. And if people haven't picked up on your accent, you're coming to us from north of the border, so you're you don't even have a horse <laughs> in the race. It will be Canadian. I, I'm just sitting back and watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> what are you streaming? Uh, I mean, Hey, right now we're, we're into December. It's okay to start streaming all those Christmas specials now. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, every year, I, I think it's, you, you have to watch Christmas vacation every year, right? That that's uh, that that's always on the list. Um, a couple non-Christmas though. I, uh, I have to get myself caught back up in, in the walking dead. Um, I, I'm a really big fan of the show. Um, I I've been around from the beginning and, um, you know, I've just been so, so busy, uh, with, with, uh, SBD that, yeah, I've, I've fallen way behind. I think I'm, I'm probably like two seasons back now. Big fan. I got to get myself back into that. Um, another one though, that I, I would strongly recommend. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm bad for, <laughs> you know, my, my partner loves the, the, uh, a lot of the crime and then the docu-series and stuff. Um, but I'm so bad where so many of my nights are taken up watching mm. football. Um, so I, I, and, and the way I am, I, I have a bit of a, an addictive personality and, and it's great that I, you know, I don't have that with, with the betting. Um, you know, I can separate that and, and TV, <laughs> but the moment I start a series, like I have to see it through, you know, there's times when like, I, I can't go to sleep if, if I mm. haven't like, I, there, I gotta know. 
So a lot of these I, I try to stay away from until maybe, you know, the summer months where I'm, uh, you know, I'm not watching football uh, three, four nights a week. Um, but I, I did just watch uh, American Murder, um, mm, yep. the neighbor one there where, yeah, um, yeah I thought that was uh, just, I mean, a crazy, such a horrific, uh, tragic story. Um, but I, I, I mean, anyone who's into the, the crime um, stuff and, and I, I, would, I would recommend that one. What's your favorite sports memory as a kid? It's got to be the the John Elway helicopter. Um, you know, against your 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 Packers there in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Elway, the old man Elway at that point. Um, you know, could not move the same way uh, as he did in the eighties. Um, dives over the top, gets spun. You know, the helicopter there picks up the first down. Um, you know, wins, wins the game. That is my, uh, ultimate, just that, that was what made me say, you know what? I, I love football. And I was, I was a Broncos fan at that point too, you know, very, uh, those are some of my earlier years, but uh, I, I had already taken a, a love for the Broncos. So that was, that really cemented me. Like that was the coolest thing to me. Uh, you, you all, you wanted to go out to the schoolyard and recreate that. Right. <laughs> you talked a little bit about going out and covering some sports up there with Rogers did you get credentials? And if so, did you keep them? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I do, I have some credentials. Um, I, I do have them. They, they're laying around. We, my partner and I actually just bought uh, a new house. So, um, they, they, right now they are still in a box. Um, but they will soon be, uh, hanging on, on the walls around here. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, again, sportsbettingdime.com. You guys have a ton of great information to help people understand the sports betting space uh, and do so intelligently and, most importantly, safely. So thank you for taking the time to shed some light on all of that today. I appreciate you, Pete. Thanks so much for having me. My guess is that if you've made it this far listening, you've not only learned a little bit about gambling, but you've also probably already visited sportsbettingdime.com. But for some reason, if you haven't, Definitely go check it out. And in particular, I would try that SBD play if you're a novice at wagering like me. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. And thanks to Matt for explaining so much of gambling and sports. I felt like this was a great tutorial on an important topic and one we'll look to touch on again in future episodes of credentialsonly.com. Please don't forget to show us some love with a rating and review wherever you are listening. There are plenty of links with more information on what we discussed in the show notes on credentialsonly.com. And while you're there, provide us your email address and we'll slide into your inbox whenever we have a new episode to share. I, I bet you know what's coming next. Mike Miche edits Credentials Only, which is a Holter Media production. <laughs> <laughs>